Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Charmed on CW. This is season four, episode six, entitled The Tally Man Cometh. Written by Sydney Kwashi and directed by Keisha Sharp. I gave this episode an 8.6 out of 10. There were aspects that I really enjoyed. And then there was the tally man. Every time he got on screen, I audibly sighed because I wasn't frightened or terrified. I was more just like, why your face look like that? Who made your teeth that small? <laughs> why are you shaking like you got fucking Parkinson's? I never said I wasn't going to hell. I never made that claim. But I found his part to be the weakest aspect of the episode. But I did enjoy the reinforcement of the sisterhood uh, just opposed against the brotherhood. So that worked for me. So before we do jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, it's your Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and add to the comment rating section, drop a few stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. You can like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for Charm or any other shows that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. So we start with the tally man making his documentary or his mission statement. I really could care less. At the Vera house, Maggie and Mel are making breakfast, a Gahanan breakfast, uh, to try to cheer up Michaela because of the news that she's not a blood related sister despite uh despite trevor's long-held um belief that that's not the truth (laughs) uh i didn't know what they were cooking but i wanted to see the final bit of that dish mel is understandably upset you know wielding a knife like she about to straight up uh new york somebody and she is like look this bad pr is not making this look good and i'm really pissed off that people are so easily swayed (laughs) as if everything can come down to being their fault whereas maggie is more understanding of donnie's state of mind that you know one thing goes wrong and it becomes easy to blame someone else particularly if you become invested in it the way in which donnie did they are then joined by michaela who says it's all good she is happy that they're cooking them breakfast but she realizes that you know we just move on to the next step which maggie no it was mel who said there is a next step all she needs is to retrieve something from her childhood and there happens to be a blanket that was with her when she was dropped off at the fire station that we find out later when she's talking to her mom that she can retrieve so that is going to be the next part in the whose child are you saga
I have a question. I thought this house, this Vera house, was supposed to be cloaked. It never occurred to me that people have rolled up to the door plenty of times that are not magical. But then I realized, ain't nobody asked questions about this prime real estate that showed up out of absolutely nobody, no fucking where. Like nobody is a long time person that lived on this street. Been like, where did this house come from? And I thought the fact that them being cloaked is how they protect themselves since they are the charm ones and you know no one should be able to just roll up to their door and leave a bomb because that's what happened there's a knock on the door tally man's coming for you he delivers some uh cloak message in a box maggie gets an alarm she's well first she's unable to uh use her powers to get a vision she hasn't gotten one since macy though she does try and she needs to go to anger management and she says if you don't tell me i'm gonna be pissed so the sisters split up between mel and michaela and maggie goes to therapy where she is granted by poppy <laughs> i don't know why i called him poppy <laughs> but he's like hey little bug i just happened to show up because i had somebody spying on you and even so after months of macy passing i decided to show up and then we find out it's because you needed something i mean i guess nothing happened in between this to escalate things until it was escalated with uh with maggie's fist on somebody's face so she did uh put in a plea deal and she is going to anger management that's what i was ex uh, expect right um she's a good student she's been through a law she's never had a criminal record it's just one bad night and so uh i'm gonna stick with this scene where she and dad talk well first he starts to have some type of chest palpitations and collapses she then uh imbibes him with some calm asks what's going on he says it's agina which is the early symptoms of a early coronary disease something like that i'm sure mimi will understand <laughs> and then uh she sees the pink elephant mr winky wonky i don't know but she is coaxed into talking to him about what is making her angry she admits eventually that she's angry at herself because she's supposed to have predicted the future and she didn't see macy's death coming so she's been blaming herself she has a little self-hatred going on and now it's cost her her boyfriend was anyone else shocked when they was like yeah me and maggie broke up explain to me explain to me no wonder he ain't speaking uh to her and she ain't speaking to him i didn't get the fact that they was broken up he tells her i know you can forgive yourself because after i was a completely an utterly shitty dad you forgave me week after week and that's pretty much how 
he gets her to reconcile that. <laughs> I thought this was kind of, uh, I hope when she shows up at the next session that there's a real psychologist or a psychiatrist here because this shit is unhelpful. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm glad she finally opened up, but I, she was at the point in which she could open up and I don't, I think that this is a good spot and she did say I need to continue to work on it but it definitely doesn't need to be with her dad there should have at least been a professional in the room <laughs> but they wanted to have a father-daughter moment and I understand because uh, it's been a while since we've had parental moments back to the other two charmed ones they are now in the command center and this was my question again why would you if you think this is in some way or capacity a bomb take that to the command center where there are more people around like you're gonna blow up your house that sucks but if you blow up the command center there's safe space above and thus why would you bring it i don't know that's just me but they are unable to well no they are unable to do the song but i think that's afterwards right yeah because she goes over and is able to put something that looks like vaseline on her hands and uh read the box and realize it's not something that's going to immediately explode like i said why wouldn't you do that at least at your house they uh then reveal the the tally man's little rhyme because he thinks he's the riddler and he's not he's like the most whack-ass version of the riddler that one can conjure and i'm I, I feel sorry that the riddler was ripped off in this type of fashion look on the mask of my boy that's when they realize they can't sing anything to reveal the next clue and they decide well they start talking about dev apparently she really liked dev i didn't get that but sure i thought he was just a suitable fuck boy you know a friends with benefits type of thing but they really going for we really like each other that kiss was very very dry so i'm not sure about all that <laughs> um what happens next oh yeah that's when they have a little mini tiff where she's like oh no that was the that was before um she did the translation spell they go to the blue camille which is uh pretty much the most happening place this season and they uh go to dev who says he has a gig he's very cold uh michaela had stated before that she kind of had a connection with him when she told mel don't embarrass me i kind of gave her a side eye daddy chill oh i didn't know that was my intention when i got here i thought we was here to save lives not to impress uh your crush but he's not impressed at all he's very cold shouldered when they approach he's like i don't know you i don't know who you are and i don't want to talk to you and i think you're full of shit he follows that up with get out of my face i have a gig to get to 
if you have a keen ear you will notice that i am talking differently than i did the first 12 minutes of this episode because <laughs> i had to stop last night because the children were getting too damn loud so uh and i had to go to bed because i had no sleep in two days so i decided to start once again this morning uh and i haven't really got my voice together yet plus plus this very schizophrenic weather in Ohio has gotten me very congested. So I also feel like I sound different because I got half a baby code. <laughs> so my apologies. Let's get through the rest of this recap. Uh, we're starting with Dev. So after the sisters leave him and Mel gives her a hard time about the fact that she was all so happy to for me to meet this dev and he's kind of a jerk and she is not happy that he's not happy and she's like i just want to save people and also don't judge me because you had your your uh what does she call it summer of love <laughs> i'm about to straight steal that just shake that ass bitch and let me see what you got I rather love that it was a sister moment where it was kind of like, you know what, I'm not even going to be mad at that because it's true. But also, this is going to help us out because now I realize that I was talking to a whole bunch of people that summer and I didn't know how to speak any of their languages. And thus, there's a spell that can decipher and probably will help us decipher what's on the box and alas it does and she's like that's why you should never slut shame and that's how they make up and i thought that was cute i thought the relationship aspect i've said that like four times already <laughs> you know i am so not with repetitive repetitive that's the right word uh dialogue and even when i do it i'm like oh stop doing that so uh they end up finding out what the the message is or singing it so the box opens it was a song that i don't recall right now but i remember at the time thinking really that's the song you chose they are then transported or i'm not sure kind of what happens here it was last night i like to do the <laughs> the podcast when i just re watch the episode because memories are fresh I just know they ended up at a dinner table he's got all the names he puts on a saw type of monologue oh you'll be so surprised when you figure out what i did i was not into it then they're like well fuck this i'm not sitting here and watching what you about to do and you ain't even got a reason to stop me right now and this was so sloppy that th the fact that they had someone else in charge of this at the end is the only thing that saved it because <laughs> i'm like the tally man is trash like it seemed as if he was uh doing something but it all comes down to a slander campaign based on out of context information that people are willing to soak up for their own reasons it's not very fucking inspired and the uh, the the thing that they do know is that a whole bunch of people are supposed to die so they're like yeah i'm not gonna sit here there is a spider bite to mel and i didn't realize because like damn that got like blood everywhere and then she came back and she was like well that's cure 
any poison and i'm like if he did try to poison him then why wouldn't he try to poison michaela as well to get them to stay uh that's when maggie shows back up after her therapy session and she says let me get a vision she tries but it's blurry but then they use the power of three because her daddy told her that they are stronger together and that her bond with her sister is exactly what uh her mom also said is one of the best things that you need to lean on so they do the power of three and she's able to get a more accurate vision of what is going on it's at a uh at the faction's funeral (laughs) uh i forgot about the faction what are they up to but michaela being all outraged for them after learning that these people that died tried to siphon magic from other people and kind of got what was coming to them for fucking with the wrong peeps was a little uh out of place for me i was like fuck them i'm really surprised that they showed up though (laughs) it portaled in and nobody said a word what the fuck was that the tally man is sitting non-incognito at the bar in the same damn outfit like nobody gonna see who he is and uh (laughs) he gives chase or he runs and the girls give chase besides michaela who goes to talk to dev because she desperately needs his help to stop what's going on because there's a whole bunch of spiders that are bombs which they find out when michaela is trying to figure out the mechanics of it and maggie shows up like is that ticking (laughs) and they stop it from exploding just in time and that's how they got to put it together the little spiders come out all over the place and i would have been looking for those and not having a whole conversation with dev who just keeps telling michaela i don't even know if you're a real witch he's just basically regurgitating information that was whispered into his ear or went into his subconscious i really still have a hard time like if it wasn't ptsd he had a really good explanation but at the same time they were stretching it a bit with the dialogue him being standoffish sure like you know what i don't want to fuck with you but you talking to her like for some reason she would have anything to do with anything like bitch i just got here and you know what maybe i'm not a real witch i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but i do want to save people's lives and i don't want to fuck up while i'm doing it i just found out this was the equivalent of you don't know me you don't know my life (laughs) and then after her impassioned speech he's like oh yeah i do love this girl and he does a little vocal singing he's like you should get off the stage and then he does the little thing and i'm like that's so anticlimactic and also that makes me think dev were you in on this because how did you so effectively know how to get rid of these spiders by using your vocals that seemed like a stretch seemed like a stretch and why does it only have to be someone who's singing the tally man doesn't well he does kind of sing so i don't get the correlation but sure gives him a moment and then the girls chase the tally man down and instead of just getting rid of him he just throws a tantrum about how this wasn't supposed to be like this and then decides that he's gonna kill himself and explodes Undead. 
More than this story arc, I appreciated the girls at the end discussing how they can now move on with the tally man since he on from the tally man since he's now destroyed and them saying they needed to focus on you know getting some good pr out there i thought they would been focused on that because that would have been my response <laughs> let me just show you the whole tape from every angle guess that's not something they're thinking but uh but they discussed their own particular issues. Kayla saying, you know what? I'm not absolutely 100% kosher with the idea that uh, those people in that portrait, I have no idea who the fuck they are. But I am excited to learn on this journey about who I am as a person. Maggie admits that she's been feeling more guilt than she has admitted to. And they all affirm that they are there for each other this scene with dev i, I was like what hold on this magical what is the point of having a magical house if anybody can show the fuck up okay like maybe mel went back and grabbed him afterwards because <laughs> it had to be her it had to be her uh and brought him through like let me blindfold you but whatever brings him to michaela's bus she's on the phone with her mom getting her blankie uh it's good to see that she has a relationship with her mom i'm wondering they probably just haven't cast the parents yet but i wonder if we are going to see them at some point i had much more respect for dev when he explains to her what was going on like basically when the attack happened at the club brought back up some really bad memories when i was a young child my parents my brother or sister one or the other they died in an explosion and a bomb planted by terrorists and i like that they went full there like there are some terrible people out there in the world and yeah so it became easy to make you guys the scapegoat when all of those feelings came back up and i was wrong and then they kiss and the desert heat of the sahara desert could compete with how dry that fucking kiss was i just needed more that's all but I, I still don't see them as relationship goals. I still see them as friend with benefits. But I'll give it time. I don't dislike Dev. I like Dev. Uh, I just didn't understand what why they was making him act like that. Because some people should also just be better. <laughs> with all that backstory, I understand what you mean. If anything, that should make you hate the tally man. And what he's doing even more so than the charm ones. And that's just, I get people act irrationally, but I also expected more from you, Deb, because I thought you were one of the ones that are able to be a little bit. But hey, we're all human. I like the acting of Michaela a lot. Um, I did, I think Maggie did okay with her emotional scenes, and Mel was pretty much uh, Mel this episode. <laughs> I didn't have any complaints on the Mel side of things, so uh, this was a good episode for her let's move on to the boys the brotherhood one of the best things that came out of this episode jordan is concerned about harry he's on the floor uh roxy had well no roxy is at the has sent goons to go get him roxy what is your goal in all this what is your what what, what are you trying to accomplish 
as well because uh, I don't trust anybody right now so Roxy summons Jordan sends the goons to pick him up he's like can I finish my coffee first then they try to do magic in front of regular people he's like come on man like can y'all have any cooth he shows up to the blue Camille Roxy shows him Harry on the floor and is like so I need to do your white lighter thing he's like what the fuck happened yeah we'll get into that Harry comes to and he says that he has been to hell and back well no that was Roxy that said he's been to hell and back his hand looked all black and shit and I was like what the hell have you been doing Harry um there is uh something going on they're talking about donnie and oh i keep forgetting her name scary spice she ran off uh they have escaped they've been working on this particular case they need to talk to donnie get through to him and jordan says well let me help it looks like we had a rapport of some kind he seems like someone with a kind heart they just got caught up and the only thing that he did care about was his ex-wife so we need to go speak with her harry is ready to go jordan's like why don't i come with and jordan or harry's like yeah i guess i ain't gonna have a choice but to make sure you come with me (laughs) um and he's trying to give him room right he's trying to figure out what's going on without pushing too much he ends up uh well he says look he gives him shit at first like you haven't called you haven't texted it's been weeks like this isn't like you you don't abandon those girls like that but furthermore you don't abandon me like we're connected in some type of way that's different we're a brotherhood because they have their sisterhood they can lean on each other we're supposed to be able to lean on each other and you just abandoned your family and he's like well i've just lost the love of my life and he tells her look you're gonna have to let her go actually that was in a later scene at safe space Asha, i really like the fact that they're moving around a lot and they're not staying in one particular area for long we'll get the command center we'll get this they're doing the same thing in the flash where they're keeping the story moving in different locations that helps the progression of an episode when you're moving around and you're not in a stationary position things don't feel so stale so uh they go to see the ex-wife she tells them donnie was a good person i wish he had never lost his job at the spa i didn't i'm still not of the mindset y'all acting like y'all can't get another fucking job i understand people lose their jobs but they also can move on like that should not be enough for you to sink so far into depression there have been things that are happening worse to people in the world where that should not trip you up i'm sorry i'm sorry hashtag not sorry um but he went into a depression and she says he's a good person he's just he got misled by those uh those videos she does say she has something to show them and i can't remember what it was at all did they tell us i feel like they didn't i don't know that's when they have the argument that's when we hear for the first time that maggie and jordan broke up at least i heard it and i was like what the fuck (laughs) i thought i was just on a break (laughs) and harry's like oh i'm so sorry about that because he's like you're talking about the love of your life i met the love of my life and i'm pretty sure that she is uh 
is avoiding me because not only did we break up and have the argument she got in a huge bit of trouble and she didn't even call me she shut me out he is sorry to hear that but he's like dude i need you to just be here <laughs> i know you're going through it but i need you i love jordan's commitment to the magical world because he's like yeah there's things out there that i want to help and you're the you're the master right now you're the one with all the knowledge <laughs> but it does feel like jordan is taking harry's place and now thinking about what trevor's saying about bridgenton um i think it could be possible that they're writing him out of the show because he doesn't seem to be or want to be but that's also how it should be right no one wanted him to be quickly over macy and he's not he's not and it's gonna take a lot if if it's possible for him i mean he didn't even want to be uh he wanted to be a human so that he could die with her it makes all the sense in the world that he uh we find out a little later has done some things because when they go back to the blue camille uh jordan is told not to come he's like okay i'll meet you back at the command center and then he gives the slip somehow <laughs> to the guard and he's able to see what is going on he sees that harry is doing something but it's not his white lighter thing and he says i have to keep going because roxy's like look you you need to be careful he says i need to keep going because this is the only way i'll be able to reunite with macy he's like macy what the fuck then he busts into the room after harry collapses and roxy stops him like no you can't approach him right now for reasons i guess when he's doing his connection thing and when he is healed by jordan he he did say earlier you know jordan you're right i am going to tell you everything after we saw this tally man problem and he confesses that he traded his white lighter powers for necro powers well basically he could commune with the dead i see dead people so he was talking to donnie because donnie's dead the other chick scary spice she killed him i was like oh no because she thought he would talk they oh yeah that's what they found out they found out in his room that it isn't just um the tally man it's a whole movement behind it so the big bad of the season is definitely internet trolls <laughs> or uh the anti-anonymous website is that what we're going for i kind of like it like i said i think per last episode they're getting very meta because hey i think that's uh i think that's a relevant thing to bring up you know about certain groups uh dominating the internet with their opinions and propaganda and it's uh influencing other people and how dangerous that can be i actually think it's a pretty creative way to bring real life uh ideas or tropes or whatever you want to call it uh into that's that's exactly what star trek and star wars <laughs> did for the longest a lot of tv shows do so to to tackle something like um this particular subject i think is a uh, it's pretty cool 
pretty cool it's working thus far i should say uh and then that's when they have their conversation say we're a brotherhood he's like look you gotta let her go man because he really wants to connect he's been in hell he's been communing with the dead <laughs> he really has but then he said what did you do to me when he spoke to roxy so uh did you not do it to yourself harry <laughs> feels like you did it to yourself <laughs> but harry's a broken man right now he can't he says look i tried i can't i cannot live without macy so some tells me he might be joining macy in the afterlife at the end of this <laughs> show and then that's when uh when jordan's gonna get his full white lighter powers it is a little selfish that he gave them up without telling the other girls because he is supposed to be their mentor uh but he said after trying to train kayla he had like this wake-up call he's like i'm not going to be able to go back to that same way of life i'm not that person anymore <laughs> i'm not just harry the white lighter i'm harry a man desperately trying to reunite with the love of my life because this life does not make a whole lot of sense without her and i get that feeling and i feel like roxy also understands it which is why uh she's assisting him with this she might have her own selfish needs because she might be trying to commune with her but i think either it's gonna wrap up this end of the season with both of them finding some closure or it's gonna end with one finding closure and then the other uh jumping in a white light and we see uh some regurgitated footage of madeline mantock <laughs> joining harry in the afterlife that's that's how that's my only prediction i think we covered everything in this episode pretty sure that i can recall but uh i'm sure if there's anything else to talk about we'll hit it in the feedback so let's hop into the mailbag First up, we're going to hear from Liliana, who says, well, whoever guessed the tally man wasn't the big bad. Kudos on calling it. I think that was you, Christina, unless I am remembering incorrectly. You are, because I don't think I did any predictions except in this episode. <laughs> I, for one, didn't expect him to die mid-season, nor did I expect Sunny. Oh, that's her name. Uh, Scary Spice Sunny. I should remember that to be the one to be collecting samples of the sisters oh yeah we did see that at the end yes yeah, she collected the blood she's like hair of the first or hair of the what hair of the yeah she's doing something i don't know what but when they did the power of three and they bit her hand i thought they were going to siphon off that power really dreading the rhyme the tally man kept saying early on in the season but not sad to see him go because the riddles and rhyme puzzles were getting to me i totally agree his face was getting to me i'm glad that we got to see more jordan in the side during this episode jordan is a swell character he really is glad he called out harry's actions with him being so caught up in his morning macy acting so odd it was nice to see a love interest 
from the girls actually get to talk with the remaining living parent of the girls oh yeah i forgot that conversation at the end i said i was gonna forget something so yes in the the episode i totally forgot about um maggie and mel's father showing up uh and calling jordan over being like oh i heard you and maggie broke up look don't give up on her she's worth it he's like you know this is not your business and decides to walk away (laughs) then he says no i need your help with something else i've gotten myself cursed and his little heart problem isn't uh as he stated and gina he's actually cursed and jordan would know all about that uh she continues jordan may have bootleg i love that they described it as bootleg white liner powers but i'm not sure jordan alone will be able to uncurse ray i agree side note i can't help but think how awkward it must have been to feel the scene or feel that scene ray's actor being so serious and dramatic about revealing the glowing affected chest <laughs> but in real life there being nothing but his chest towards jordan donica <laughs> i didn't think about that but that is hilarious <laughs> like i gotta show you something my manly chest not that i would mind if it doesn't happen because of how the sisters should be the main focus of the show but i wonder if we're going to get more exposition exposition of where or what harry saw via harry centric episode i feel like that is gonna come in some way some form from a line by jordan about the time he was missing two weeks it sounds like harry stayed with roxy with a crew for one week and that is suspicious as hell why would he not have gotten contact with the people that call him family and is supposed to look out for his new powers look cool but damn if it isn't a little bit selfish to extinct the white lighters without warning the sisters but i guess the speech roxy made about living and finding his own way via magic mushrooms was warning about this twist looking back for sure harry is being used by roxy to have a connection with her dead wife i do wonder if harry will be alive by the end of the season because of how far he was willing to go to reopen a connection with macy in whatever way he could i was just discussing that so um i see we're on the same path there it's bittersweet seeing all these sister moments and how the girls seem to be connecting so much after macy has been written off but damn if they don't make me uh don't make me happy to see after all those moments were heavily lacking for two seasons maggie and mel in their pajamas making a dish chill bomb a gahanan omelet yeah i needed to see the end of that maybe i need to just go look that up kayla most likely grew up with in uh most grew up with in attempts to cheer her up is just precious kayla's hug to maggie and mel yeah i did love that and she's so much taller than him Kayla asking Mel to be cool in front of Dev and Mel teasing Kayla. Kayla protecting Maggie when the spider blew up are all are all amazing and sweet. Sorry, it's early. <laughs> for an absentee dad, Ray is doing a good job at trying to be there for his kids. I know some of us were speculating on whether Chuchi, Ray's partner in keeping an eye on the sisters, was possibly Nico. But after Ray called them a he, that boat has sunk who was talking about this (laughs) i didn't i didn't pay no attention to that whoever came up with the background story for trunksy is a genius that pink elephant was so obnoxious obnoxiously girly and silly it really won me over pretty fast after ray pulled it out of his bag 
I did like the little when he was like staring at it and then the camera went to Pinky's eyeballs. I thought that was adorable. That shot where we get to see this ridiculously pink elephant look up in an angry and upset Maggie was chef's kiss. Ah, uh, you just uh, you said it right ahead of I saying it, saying it, or you said it and got me thinking of that moment and you agreed. <laughs> yeah, that was really cute. Speaking of gags, Mel's moment with the vegetables and the knife made me laugh. Another good gag was Maggie being angry about not being able to go with Mel and Kayla because of her court mandated anger management classes kayla and dev we knew it was coming although i thought dev came off as easily influenced considering the last scene we saw him in Mm -hmm. he was so smitten with kayla and two episodes later he's faulting the sisters over stuff that really feels out of their control and despite the absurdity of the crisis the sisters have fixed said crises even at the cost of their own family real classy magical community I did wonder if Deb had to knock on the house door and be led to the backyard by one of the sisters because of how he just walked up on the bus. Mel had to go get his ass. That was a fun hypothetical to ponder as Deb and Kayla made out. I thought moving forward we would just or we would all just write off seasons two and three as a bad fever. dream and let it fade into the past but i'm impressed the writers re-brought up the faction and are using it to progress and give us depth to the magical world of the show i agree on a comment of yours from last week i do agree about some meta comments through the writing for good or bad i feel like they are addressing some comments towards the writers slash show through it and i think that's you know that's their medium they should be able to do it through that if they can't do it through their pen how else i mean jumping into the the twitterverse or wherever to engage in those types of it's like no (laughs) you sum up your opinion and you do it with a class i think that's all i got until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic and thank you liliana hope to hear from you once again on our seventh episode of charmed and it's time to get into our voice recorded feedback so up first let's go ahead and hear what trevor has to say hey christina i hope you're doing well happy sunday um, this is my review of Charms Season 4, Episode 6. Um, I have to say, I did enjoy this episode. I thought the episode was really good. Um, I guess just to get started with the tally man himself. Um, I was a little surprised that he, you know, got killed very easily. I kind of expected there to be a bigger bang um no pun intended with regards to the spider bombs but just a bigger bang with how they were going to vanquish him not him taking like the easy way out and just like drinking the liquor and and killing himself um so i was kind of like oh this is a little anticlimactic just how his storyline ended um but what i will say is with the bartender coming in at the end and hearing oh um like hair of the youngest sister the hair that he had taken from the youngest sister that she now has and then the blood that um from mel from the napkin 
I thought that was kind of interesting. And I'm actually, I guess I am kind of glad that she's coming back and that she wasn't just a one-off, like, oh, reveal that she was the big bag and that's it. That instead she's actually going to play a bigger role. I don't know if I think she's the real big bad. I mean, this unseen group seems to be like a, a group of people. So, you know, she's definitely one of the players, maybe a big player, but not the the main boss. Uh, but I am glad that she's coming back. Um, and I am curious to see how they kind of like wrap up this kind of whole storyline with like the big bad trying to put the magical community against the charm ones um uh going into harry um i'm glad he's back i'm glad we got to see him this week i i really am concerned about harry like he gave up his powers to now speak to the dead um in hopes to speak again to macy and dare I say it, is Madeline coming back this season for a cameo? I hope so. I doubt it, but I would love, love to see her. Like, if she comes back and makes a special appearance, I I think I'll cry. I'd be like, oh my god, Macy's back. I love you. Um, if she doesn't, you know, I'm going to be sad, but I'll understand why she wouldn't. Um, or maybe they're setting her up to, to have a cameo next season if they get renewed for a fifth season. But if she does come back for a cameo, if I was Madeline, I would be like charging them extra, extra, extra money because I think the fans will want to see her. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure they would um, want to see her and hopefully she comes back. But with um, so sorry, I'm doing this like sunday morning super early after going out last night till like three in the morning with a few friends so a little tired and um waiting on breakfast but i ordered breakfast anyway side going back to harry going back to harry um i do hope that we kind of see how and who he gave his powers up to to like in exchange for these new powers and like you know i guess with the the club owner i kind of want to see how it's connected to her in a way meaning like how does she get the mushroom why does she want to offer it to harry knowing that he was kind of lost due to his grieving but but does she kind of anticipate harry doing this or was this a setup for something bigger that she knows i i don't know um going into jordan I love Jordan so much. Jordan is by far, I think, one of my favorite, you know, characters. And I say this week after week. Um, he's just amazing. And I, you know, something, several things that I loved about Jordan this episode. One, when Maggie and Mel's dad, Ray, came back in and Ray was trying to give some fatherly advice excuse me, not fatherly advice, but when Ray was trying to, um, you know, try to get Jordan to like forgive Maggie and be patient and kind of reconnect, even though, you know, Ray sets up like this is none of my business. I love Jordan clapping back saying it is none of your business. Like, I don't need you to tell me how I should, you know, try to be more patient or try to, you know, give Maggie another chance. Maggie should be coming back to Jordan and be like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm going through some stuff. I know you've been there, but, you know, hear me out. And I'm not the one that typically, you know, like with a guy like Jordan, 
I feel like he's an exception in the sense of, you know, he doesn't need to make the first move. I think Maggie needs to, and I think Maggie needs to gain his trust back just because of how far deep she went with her grieving. And I understand that it was a lot, especially losing a sister, but still, I think she should have, she should kind of initiate the conversation with Jordan in terms of fixing their relationship. Um, I also love how Jordan, oh my God, he's so like, he's, he's super caring to everyone. And I think they forget they being the main characters. I think they forget that about him and they forget how valuable he really is. Like when he came in and healed Harry and he, and Harry had a moment in the command center around the girls have their sisterhood. You and I have this brotherhood and we need to like be honest with each other and be there for each other. And so I appreciated seeing that. And I also appreciated just at the end when Harry broke down and revealed, you know, he was a necro, he was a necrolighter, I guess that's what they're calling it. And, um, Harry, you know, broke down and Jordan was there to comfort him. Like Jordan is, uh, I wish he was real in, in real life. Cause I would love, love to just have that type of person in my life. Like who is very selfless and is willing to put others before himself, but he's also the type of character and type of person who you know if you're doing damage to yourself and if you're not you know trying to fix it or willing to take help and support to help you fix it then you're on your own um so yeah jordan is just you know my top three favorite characters of this entire series um jumping into maggie i well, first off, I actually love seeing Ray. Like when they bring in family members, I love that. I wish they would do that more often. I wish they did that more often in the OG charm because we did see the dad more in the OG charm. But I wish we got to see like in the grandmother and the mom. So I guess, yeah, they, they did a good job of bringing those other characters back. But with this new version of charm, I love when they bring back old, old characters um and family members in particular um so i enjoy the fact that ray was you know a there a very unconventional therapist i guess is the best way to describe it um and it was funny how like maggie finds out that ray's been having chuchi you know follow her and mel just to make sure that they've been good ever since macy was you know passed away and i thought that was very fatherly um, and I also thought it was really good how Ray acknowledged how he was a crappy dad again to them growing up. And and it and it shows that he's really trying to like make amends and to correct that and wants to be there for both of his girls. So I really, really love that. And I thought the 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 therapy session with Maggie's old stuff animal was so good. Like so, so good. And um even even having Maggie like really confront her her actual demons inside of why she's really sad why she's really angry and all that stuff um uh, personally i thought she was gonna say because of macy leaving her and you know breaking up the sisterhood i don't know why i thought that but i was like oh maybe that's the reason but i i actually thought it was an interesting twist of the fact that she is angry because her power of seeing into the future failed her and failed her from either warning Macy or preventing Macy from dying. 
So I thought that was a really good re revelation. And I thought overall that storyline with Maggie and her dad was was really good. Um, also, I'm very curious to see with Ray what happens given this new curse that he has. And, you know, if the sisters are going to eventually find out, which, of course, they are. And how the hell Jordan's going to help. Because I love Jordan, but I think he's still getting into the magic community. I don't think he has that expertise yet. And it's going to take him a while to, like, get it around different things related to the magical community compared to harry who is a walking encyclopedia which there are moments where i'm like harry just come on like either you know brain dump everything you know into jordan so at least jordan doesn't have to be going and, and searching very long and wide just in case you have the answers but i'm rambling so let me jump into um michaela and mel um, I actually kind of like their storyline and I kind of like just a little batter, like the, the back and forth that they had when, you know, um, they met the singer at the, uh, bar or the club and he didn't, you know, want to help them, but you know, Mel and Michaela, they came back and Mel said some words about how she didn't like him. And then Kayla kind of clapped back saying, well, listen, you shouldn't be talking since you have a bad track record in the dating world. So I thought that was like a good sisterly moment in a way where they, you know, it, it, it seems like their relationship has been very perfect. But then you see this moment of it's actually, you know, there, there are moments where they could disagree on certain things and uh, I guess still work together. I'm not sure if that's making any sense probably didn't but overall i did like i like their storyline together i liked how mel and michaela um you know spent time together and was like trying to really figure this out and how at the end of you know them finally figuring out with the 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 language spell you know michaela then prays um mel for you know not what for for figuring it out and also the importance of not slut shaming so i'm i'm here for that and i thought that was really really good um i will say that with michaela i also enjoyed her and that singer guy like i think a few episodes ago when they were kind of introducing them together i didn't really want her to be in a relationship with him but i think after this episode and just kind of how he brought up his past story with his family um being in a bomb uh or being killed um i think with a, a bomb or or whatever the cause was i i kind of felt for him and to be honest i like the relationship and i think it works um and i think it, it will be good um a good new di dynamic i just want them to get you know you know uh i don't want it to be too too rush and i don't want it to be like a harry and macy where this guy is obsessed with um kayla and is like you know oh my god i want to be with you yada yada or or i don't want michaela to be kind of how they wrote macy like feeling like oh my god harry's everything to me and i need him more than life and more than air so I hope with this one, with this relationship, they actually do a, a better job um, in terms of, you know, the switch and the magical creature getting together. Um, I'm trying to think. I, 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 I thought this episode was good. I really did think it was a, a good episode overall. Um, I, 
am a little sad that it's not going to be on next week they're taking like a week hiatus and that it's coming back i think the end of this month um so hopefully this is the only hiatus of the season where they take a week off but you know it's cw so for all we know they might not and i also found out that they um finished filming the last episode of this season so they're done with production and they're they're now just finalizing all the rest of the episodes for um, post-production but uh you know long story short i actually did enjoy this and i thought it was good and i thought the plot kept moving forward um you know i do hope that in, in the next episode they kind of focus on kayla's you know birth parents those those fake birth parents that she has and i'm i really really hope that we get to see her real real parents and that she is truly a sister um like a blood sister to them like i know i'm gonna keep saying it um i hope it's true um i don't think to be honest I'm not going to believe that she's not a blood sister until the series finale of the show. So if they haven't proven to me that she is, if they, if she's really not a blood sister, I'm going to find out at the very, very last episode of Charm. So, um, yep, that is my review. Um, again, sorry if I rambled a little longer than expected. And if my thoughts were not clear and cohesive, it is I'm super tired still, um, but thanks again, and I can't wait to hear your review. Hey, Trevor, that was his thoughts on the episode. Look, I sound so much more awake. <laughs> now that I've gotten all my coffee, I'm like on my second cup of coffee. <laughs> well, the the, sp the spider webs are out of my voice now a little bit. Um, great thoughts as always uh i see you out there partying in the streets i ain't partied in a while i'm waiting for my july my hot girl summer um that's what mimi calls it that's what i'm getting this summer i'm gonna be right there with uh mel so there will be no slut shaming <laughs> i bet you i come back i'll still be a fucking virgin but um i'm not really a virgin but it's been so long i feel like i've been re-virginized that is not what we're here to discuss <laughs> we're here to discuss charmed so uh i agree with a lot of your thoughts uh you had me cracking up you're like i'm gonna wait until the last episode to admit that things might not be as they seem when it comes to who is related to who that's fair play macy's reappearance uh i would love that too if madeline came back but i could also see a show totally just using some stock footage <laughs> that they already got because you know there's plenty of things that they never did and from what i'm hearing it doesn't seem like it was an amicable split so unless she does it for rupert i can't see her coming back but yes all of us fans would love to see her maggie absolutely should be doing the apologizing she's the one that hucked up here he gave her all the patience in the world and she just kept pushing him away further and further and he's like look i can't keep doing this at some point i deserve something as well i get you're going through it <laughs> but i'm here for you to lean on and you're not leaning on me you're just using me as an accessory to your queen of the night phase and that's not what i'm going to accept anymore so i'm totally right maggie needs to deserve him because <laughs> right now she ain't proved that he has been all there for her and he's so great because he is there for like i love when he said i got you 
when uh and then it was a little awkward moment because i was like uh did they not know that he was gonna put his head on his shoulder <laughs> but i liked it though because it's like we're dudes we don't do this but that's what we need to see more of men relying on other men being friends with them and it not being oh so macho you know like you can't cry on it it's good that because the girls are going through it and they're leaning on each other and harry doesn't have like a bro to lead on and he's got that in jordan so i love their relationship i need to see it expound and i like the fact that it's breaking those stereotypes on male relationships in television and yes maggie's uh power failure i thought that was a good revelation uh, i did like the scenes between her and ray a lot uh the, the, i think the emotional beats of this episode w- worked way better for me than the actual uh big bad in the tally man and whatever he was doing like that that was the weaker side of the episode but the emotional stuff was really good and lastly uh i am completely with you maybe that's why i say i want them to be only friends with benefits because i want an otp i want to go on a journey with an otp i don't want it to be fast forwarded and thrown out there and yeah (laughs) i loved uh macy and harry's relationship but yeah it was kind of uh fast forward a little bit uh it was something there season one then they kind of went all in season two which is fine but they didn't like they didn't linger there then they had all of the that needed to be a triangle didn't need to be a triangle that's just what you put out there to try to make it interesting and get people to to argue with each other but sometimes that could be detrimental (laughs) especially when that other person is also a white person (laughs) sorry not sorry that's just how it is it's just how it is i said in another show i was watching i was like yeah if you're gonna create a triangle it needs to be two equal people of the same color when it comes to black and white it's just it's not about if it's politically right it's about how people feel um and when you pit a a, a caucasian woman against a black woman you're going to run into those inevitable particularly after the trump election (laughs) i think that a lot of people understand that there is a high class of white women in this country that uh have a have even more so than the male white constituents an idea or ideas about uh you know other things going on so of course when you have that type of political temperament you gotta be you gotta can't be tone deaf to your audiences or or to those things that might happen now so it is a new way to look at television i'm not saying every way has to do it that's not what i'm saying not at all but uh on a particular show like cw um, I think if you're a good showrunner, if you're really wanting to engage that audience and, and, and really wanting to make change, really, you have to start listening to what people are saying. And it's not everything that they're saying. It's the parts that are consistent across the board that may have some relevance. So um, I totally agree with that there that I, I thought the speed up of the relationship doesn't make me feel like it's a OTP. My OTPs, I want that to be something more from the beginning, something I can go on a journey with. Because in the minute they're together, like, that's fun. 
up until a point <laughs> like it is good but if it's good if there's other things that are if you're just everyday life and then you that means that you have to keep it interesting right so you create that drama for the relationship and some of it's good some of it's bad most of it's actually kind of bad uh with the c dub with the flash they do really good on creating conflict between iris and barry without actually needing to make it toxic or make it somehow seedy and i think that's the same type of things other people can do to make relationships interesting without needing to bring like another love interest in it or make it silly make it just realistic people are together still and still have problems uh, all you need to do is, is spend a little time building uh, a good uh, dialogue between the characters that that you're just like yeah both of them have a point <laughs> so now i'm rambling and i will stop because i gotta go work in like 10 minutes and i'm gonna need to finish this up and publish so with that being said uh thank you for letting me know that this show is not coming back next week so that i do not have this on the calendar waiting to record it because lord knows i don't pay attention to none of that none of that i would have known right on the day like holy shit i'm looking for this episode ain't nowhere to be found (laughs) and last and certainly not least we do have queen mimi let's hear what she has to say Why she hates the charm one so much. 
I'm sure it's going to be something where, you know, maybe it'll be a throwback to when uh, they were killing demons and stuff. Maybe somebody in her family was a victim and it was all twisted in her mind or that she was misled to believe that the Charmed Ones killed her family for no reason. It was unprovoked. I guess we're going to find out because we really don't have any answers. But the bartender killed Donnie. And then Harry's trying to bring him back to life. Or no, trying to communicate with him because he gave up his white lighter healing power so he can communicate to the dead. Now he's a, what did he call himself? A necrolighter. That's new. Could be interesting. Um, he can't heal anymore. I don't know how many times Harry's going to get rid of this damn white light of power. He, he just don't learn lessons. You became human. It was terrible. Then you got your powers back. You was split it to Jimmy. Then you allowed Jimmy to leave. And you were content being a white lighter. Now you are getting rid of your white lighter powers to be able to talk to... Um, be able to talk to Macy. I'm not quite understanding why he needs... I thought they could just go to the tree and talk to her. Is that not a thing anymore? Are they not allowed to do that? I thought that's where she was at. I thought she wasn't... Like, she was dead, but she was also guiding them. And, like, they can talk to Maricel, a goat, like a ghost version of her. They can't do that with Macy. I might be missing something. Maybe the way she died, they're not allowed to do that. Maybe it's too soon. I don't know. I know you didn't watch the original Charm, Christina, but I did. And the original Charm, the oldest sister, Prue, died as well. Um, but it was more so related to the Shannon Darty. <laughs> she always got problems on set. And I think she and the cast or her, she had problems behind the scene. And that's why she got killed off and they didn't want her back because they would have had to pay her and if you get fired or like you leave I I, I don't know that she got fired I know I just know I remember hearing about like she had problems with someone and I'm I don't think it was Aaron Spelling because he freaking loved her and wasn't he the like producer around the original charge I don't remember maybe it was a, one of the executive producers that she didn't get along with, or maybe it was the other castmates. I'm not sure, but she got fired. So they claimed that we, they couldn't see her because uh, Prue wasn't ready to, you know, be brought back and see everybody. So that was their song for that. But in real life, it was because they didn't want to pay Shannon Darty. They didn't want to bring her back. They didn't even, like, use her old, like, footage of her. <laughs> they wouldn't even, like, they talked about her, but we never saw her image. So, I don't know, I don't know the reason that, um, uh, Mad Maddox uh, left. I have no idea. I, I know that there's rumors that she felt like there was some people online saying something about she felt she was being, like, mistreated by the fandom or some, something like that. Someone said something like that, or they didn't like, they didn't, she didn't like the way she was portrayed or something. I don't know, and I honestly don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not going to bring her back. So to me, looking it up doesn't won't do anything for me. So I don't know. 
But the only reason I bring that up is because I don't know that they're going to show her, um, like, if we're even going to be allowed to see the actress. So I don't know if that's why, like, they made her die the way she does, she did and, and why she was in the tree. I have no idea. I'm just curious to know uh, where this is going to go. I have no idea. I don't even have any theories because I don't know what talking to the dead has to do with Macy and why he can't just use his her witch sisters to bring back her ghost if he really wants to talk to her. What does he want to talk to her about? I have no idea. I guess we're going to find out. Um, I love Jordan. I love that he... <laughs> even though they those uh, goons of uh, Roxy's always trying to intimidate him, he ain't never intimidated. Like, they would just go and strike a match in the middle of uh, the ca cafe, where, whatever the hell that was, safe space. He was like, dude, not here. <laughs> he was like, can I finish my coffee? And they looked at him, and he was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going. He, was, he didn't look scared. He just looked like he didn't feel like uh, going through the motions. Uh, we know Jordan fight, so... He wasn't scared at all. And then whenever he uh, had something to say, he said it, whether Roxy was there, the goons, or Harry. And I and I appreciated him for it. Um, I, I like that we got he got to talk about the fact that when uh, Maggie got arrested, she didn't even call him. He was definitely heard about that. We were all wondering, like, you're not even going to call your man? She was definitely embarrassed. And now that we, you know, we, we get to the root of it, we understand that she was, she, she realized Jordan was right, and she probably just didn't, wasn't ready to deal with it, so she didn't say anything, which is cool. I get it. Um, I, I, I like where Jordan's storyline's going with uh, Maggie's dad. Um, refresh my memory. Did, did Jordan meet their father the last time he was on? I don't, I don't know. Um, but I knew when he was talking about I had some angina, um, you know, that's, that's all it is. That is not how angina works. You, you don't, it just doesn't flare up for no reason. Usually people with angina have it when they're doing activity, not when they're not doing anything at all. That's the difference between people having the angina and, and chest pain because they're having some type of maybe a mild heart attack or a heart attack is because, you know, they, you have to take medicine when you have angina. And if the medicine relieves it, then it's, that's exactly what it is. But if it keeps persisting, even though you took that medicine, it's probably a heart attack and you take your ass to the hospital. But I, I felt like he was lying. And then at the end, I, we realized that he was. He got his ass cursed. And I don't know why he expects Jordan to help. Um, he should have said, I was unfairly cursed. But just because you was cursed, maybe you deserved it. We know you be wilding out here in these streets. Um, you even admit that you was being an asshole when they were younger. Not coming to see your daughters for, you know, your own selfish reasons. So I'm going to need you to tell the whole story before Jordan will help you. I don't care if you are Maggie's daddy. I guess Maggie and Mel's daddy. You actually just Mel's daddy. I don't know why that's funny. I really shouldn't be laughing at stuff like that. But, I mean, it's true. He still loves Maggie, and I think that's pretty cute considering he knew from the beginning that she wasn't his daughter. And maybe that had something to do with the way he, uh, he was out here in these streets before. He was just, you know like unfairly taking his frustration out on Maricel on the kids which a lot of a lot of parents do take their problems 
uh, the, with the parents of their children or on other children. It's not right, but some people do it. Um, I, I, I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, I, I didn't, however, like the interaction between um, Kayla and I still forgot dude's name, the, the singer. And I don't know. I just, I felt like <laughs> his reaction to her was, I don't know, unfair. He spent a whole, like, he spent time with her and he liked her and he saw her like going to help at the spa. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess we were supposed to believe that he just was watching those videos and he just now is like, why should I believe? Like you were with her when she was trying to help her sister and she saw that the spa was uh, messed up. Like she was like, I, we're going to, I'm going to do this. Like if you had an issue with it, and you were had questions why didn't you just ask her i i don't know i just i felt like and then like when did she start liking him <laughs> i don't know that shit just came out of left field i thought they had like a little moment but then when she realized that he was like manipulating her and not being a hundred percent honest i thought that that was over i don't know i guess i expected more to be like a, a like a, somewhat of a like I thought we were going to have time for them to flesh out their relationship before Kayla confessed that she likes him. Like, you ain't seen him since the, like, y'all were in the command center. And you didn't seem like you liked him then. And now, like, was the absence making the heart grow fonder? I don't, I just, I don't know. And I, and I initially loved their interaction together. And this, this scene just seemed out of nowhere. Maybe I'm the only one that feels that way. I just felt like we didn't get enough of their, you know, chemistry or them together for her to all of a sudden have feelings for him. And then for him, like if a dude that I, I guess I shouldn't even like because I know he's not bad. If he came at me the way he came at her, I'm sorry. Now I don't like your ass at all. And I, and I know that's just me, but the way he like just dragged all of them, I, my feelings for you would have immediately vanished and I would have been in defensive mode. Like, hold up. Like, what have we done to make you guys feel you you're watching smear campaigns and you you initially like me, like you said, but you can't even come find me and ask me a damn question. Seriously, we're magical folk. You can't send me a message, you know, a fire message saying, hey, is this shit real? Is this true? We're just using me. Are you evil? Do you hate non witch? creature magical creatures like i can't even get a a magical text message dude you just gonna just drag me for filth um i do like how they ended up saving those people i thought it was kind of cool that he just you know used his voice and they they like exploded that was pretty cool but just the way he like treated kayla after he was so thirsty to be around her that kind of pissed me off and I didn't like it. And that was a part of the, like, when she was telling him about her feelings, it was so cringy to me. It's like, he does not deserve for you to be fucking, I don't know, like, bubbling over, expressing how you feel to him. Be like, if you can't help these people because it's the right thing to do, why should I tell, why should I like you? You're a shitty person. Like me or not. Do you want to die? Like, bottom line, I'm not making this up. Don't listen to me and die. Or do you want to take a chance that maybe I'm telling the truth? Like, that's 
that's what I would have been. I'm not going to sit there and confess my love to you and hope that works. Like, boy, bye. I'm sorry. That that whole shit pissed me off. <laughs> and I think that's what made me not like this episode. Um, but um, I liked, I loved the Maggie and her dad scene. It was very, very cute. Um, I like how... <laughs> She had the little the little stuffed toy and she was using it like to to say how she felt. That was absolutely adorable. And it reminded me of season one Mel or Maggie. Damn it. I swear. I be I'm not usually get I don't usually get their names wrong, but for some reason this season I keep calling Mel Maggie and Maggie Mel. Damn. It's less ends now and I still keep doing it. So let me start over. It was cute the way Maggie was using the little stuffed animal. It just reminded me of her from season one. Like she was very immature, but she was super cute. And she used to like, when she was in a sorority, I love that Maggie. She was so cute. I love this Maggie even more, but it just reminded me of season, season one when she was like clearly the, the baby of the family. Um, I think that's all I have. And I've talked a lot, so I'm going to go ahead and end it here. Um, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So I'm with you, um, in regards to the dev. Uh, I was kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt because of the story in the end, but I'm also with you if, if I feel like your intelligence is in like my intelligence, then I can't I understand why you were feeling PTSD in that moment but to then decide and that's like what I was saying why would you transfer your anger to the person or the persons who were there and save the situation clearly because you saw that happen instead of the person who created the situation which you knew was Donnie and Sonny aka scary spice and the tally man so yeah no i'm kind of with you there uh i was really giving him the benefit of it but when you break it down like that there really isn't my personal opinion my attraction would have been gone too i'm like okay so you full of shit and you're not saving people because it's the right thing to do it's because you don't think i'm shit that's that don't make no sense (laughs) why should i believe you why would i be lying do you not just see the last time he showed up you know he out here doing stuff whatever the smear campaign is saying you know he out here doing stuff i knew he was gonna come with the doctor knowledge (laughs) with all your 20 uh letters behind your name um but yeah he should have went to the hospital (laughs) i was thinking the same thing talk about my pills uh and yeah i'm the same way i think think trevor said the same thing um with harry he just going off putting them through every phase you know white lighter human dark lighter human uh now you're a necrolighter and we only got a bootleg fucking white lighter and yes i'm with uh trevor why don't you download all your knowledge into to you know you're the one and this is totally gonna be a male driven story and i like it (laughs) it'll be a trio of boys trio of girls so i like the way they balance that out uh jordan's definitely gonna go straight to harry (laughs) i mean he ain't gonna know what to do so 
i think that'll get it'll be something to keep harry's mind off of things and something for them to focus on so it's, it's kind of like a divergence of two story arcs and i'm here for that as the sisters probably are going to fi- figure out next episode what's the deal with michaela and her parents background it feels like that's what the next step is and then for the boys it's handling ray uh i don't want ray to die because i don't want anyone else to die <laughs> so hopefully they figure out but yeah he probably got cursed for a purpose so there's also that uh but since since we got harry over here fucking up he'll be in good company but he does like all this time in your spare time why didn't you write something down in books so people can have some fucking knowledge if you just gonna dip out like the way you be doing or we can have celeste with the girls you know i want celeste back i thought she was coming back and i'm really sad that i haven't seen her yet <laughs> um what, what was this uh she could be a sister oh i was laughing because i was like maybe she's a sister scary spice <laughs> that's a joke she's not a sister uh and i'm guessing because she did use donnie she used the tally man because she said i sent you that stuff so clearly she is the mastermind thus far or at least she's the second in command uh could it be roxy i feel like that's too easy if she's the first one in command uh and she did almost hit her heart but you could also just make it seem that way uh but we shall see we shall see who is the big bad this season thus far everything is pointing to 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 sunny so what is her deal why is she angry uh i'm pretty sure it's gonna be some bootleg ass reason but it's keeping me engaged and i think we're gonna end the feedback there we'll be back i guess after the one week hiatus if you want to send feedback blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>